This is Reverend Billy here today at Earth Riot Radio. And I'm in the Earth Church. I'm in the physical Earth Church here in the East Village in New York City. Sundays at 3 o'clock. Join us. All the information is at our church website, which is RevBilly, R-E-V-Billy.com. Meanwhile, what have we got today? We got the Stop Shopping Choir, of course. Two amazing songs. We have the Fiery Eagles of Justice, the Radical Political Jazz Combo, Brendan Burke and Jason Candler. Jason is our editor of this radio show. Well, what we want to do today is I would love to be able to, to have some ideas. And if the ideas come to you, share them with me, will you? Come to that website I just told you. It's got an email function. Just come and talk to me. Uh, we have to find out how to bring an awareness to the average American walking down the street. Some of you listening to me right now are in other countries. I know that many of us do this. We're consumers. And we're walking down the street and we're not thinking about the earth. You can't do that anymore at all. Because we are in the accelerating sixth extinction. The sixth extinction at this time. The sixth extinction is, is not letting up. It's, it's California. It's Pakistan. It's a couple of weeks ago, two-thirds of the North American continent. And in a sea of sub-freezing, completely abnormal, weird, killer blizzards. No, no, it's happening now. And right now what's happening also is that as soon as you don't have bad weather, you're snapping back. I'm snapping back into that consumer habit, the choreography, the repetition, the task, the errand, the clothing, the buying, the taking the kids here and there, the, the things that we just do and can't stop doing, that we're paying for every minute, in obedience, in payment, straight to the invisible billionaires now at Davos with their prostitutes. Listen to me. We can do this. It will take a change in our consciousness to become sufficiently political to really do something about this extreme apocalyptic experience coming down upon us. We can still join the Earth's revolution. It's got evolution in it. <laughs> we can be a part of it. We don't have to be its victims. We certainly can't control it. We just can't be separate from it. We are life forms now, too. So let's get going. Let's see what we can do in the next half hour. You're ready now. Come on now. Come on now. Earth, hallelujah. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good. 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 The Jaguars are Life, my life, this body. 
Reverend Billy, I'd just like to ask you a question today. Do you ever think that you're going to do the next thing? Maybe you look out, out across the next 60 seconds, or you look out across the next 10 minutes, and you think, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this walk down that hallway, pick my nose, hold your hand. I have an idea of what I'm going to do with the next, next, hear that word, next, moments of living. 
It now seems as if there are, there's bad weather coming in that is inserting itself into that next thing. All of us are walking around all day long. We believe we have that next thing to do. No matter how bad our life is going, you know, we think we've got that next thing we can do. No matter how confusing things are, we got that next thing we can do. What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Do you feel what I'm feeling?
Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. There were 86 oil spills and gas leaks in Venezuela last year, according to a report published by the Observatory of Political Ecology of Venezuela. The states of Zulia and Falcón had the most spills, with 31 and 29. In both areas, the spills threatened marine ecosystems in the Caribbean and Lake Maracaibo. The spills are a result of aging infrastructure and a lack of regulations needed to maintain the country's massive oil industry. In the U.S., renewable energy is poised to reach a milestone as a new government report projects that wind, solar, and other renewable resources will exceed one-fourth of the country's electricity generation for the first time in 2024. The growth of wind and solar is projected to be so swift that the combination of just those two sources would be 18% of the U.S. total by 2024, which would exceed coals, which is 17%. The Biden administration unveiled an effort to create a system for assessing the worth of healthy ecosystems to humanity and including such metrics in economic reports. The results could inform governmental decisions like which industries to support, which natural resources to preserve, and which regulations to pass. A White House report said the effort would take about 15 years. When the standards are fully developed and phased in, researchers will still be able to use gross domestic product as currently defined, but they will also have expanded statistics that take into account a broader sweep of nature's economic contribution, both tangible and intangible. Those statistics will help more accurately measure the impact of a hurricane, for example. As currently measured, a huge storm can propel economic growth, even though it leaves behind muddied rivers and denuded coastlines, diminishing resources for fishing, transportation, tourism, and other economic uses. High levels of a toxic forever chemical used in making toilet paper have been found in the bodies of endangered killer whales. Canadian researchers announced they had discovered a chemical called 4NP in 12 killer whales they studied. 4NP is used in the production of toilet paper but is also found in soap, detergents, and textile processing and enters the ocean from waste treatment plants or industrial runoff. Killer whales, or orcas, end up ingesting smaller organisms poisoned with the chemical. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey declared a state of emergency over the ongoing fire at the privately owned landfill in St. Clair County, northeast of Birmingham, which has inundated residents from miles around with smoke since at least November 25th. The fire, Ivey wrote, has the potential to impact the health, safety, and welfare of citizens living nearby. That proclamation came after repeated pleas from residents who have been driven from their homes and complained of worsening health impacts. It came after the filing of a class action lawsuit and after the Environmental Protection Agency began testing air quality around the site. And now, the sounds of extinction. John Platt at The Revelator, a publication of the Center for Biological Diversity, has compiled this list of newly declared extinct species. Chinese paddlefish. Last seen in 2003, these massive beasts, who reportedly reached up to 23 feet in length, were already on the decline due to overfishing and habitat degradation before the Gatsuba Dam was built in 1981. That dam cut off their migration in the Yangtze River and doomed the species. The Yangtze sturgeon. Two-thirds of sturgeon worldwide are currently threatened. Sturgeon are among the most ancient species alive on Earth today. The Florida govinia, 
This large orchid is native to the Everglades National Park. The sharp-snouted day frog. It took just five years for this once common Australian amphibian species to decline and ultimately disappear, probably due to the deadly chytrid fungus, which is causing frog extinctions all around the world. The mountain mist frog was last seen in 1990. The Saxacolella denese, known from a single waterfall in the Republic of Guinea, this herb appears to have gone extinct after its only habitat was flooded during construction of a hydroelectric dam. The Reatean ground partula snail and Garrett's tree snail, these species from French Polynesia were nearly eaten into extinction by the notorious carnivorous rosy wolf snail, an invasive species around the planet. The last live animals were found and brought into a captive breeding program in the early 90s. The Jagorundi, a small feline, was last officially seen in the U.S., the northernmost part of its range, in 1986. Bile Shmaida ning This tree was last seen in China in 1935, in an area that has long since been converted to agriculture and plantations. The Coots tree snail. Last seen in French Polynesia in 1934, this snail probably disappeared slowly as it hybridized with another introduced species. The white-handed gibbon and northern white-cheeked gibbon. China formally declared both these primates extinct in the wild within their borders this past September, at least a decade after they were last seen in the country. Researchers blamed human activities for their disappearance. Dugong in China. Dugong is now extinct in China. These gentle manatee relatives, who are considered vulnerable to extinction through most of their range, have all but disappeared from China. Another major extirpation for the country this year. Poselobothrus majesticus. All we know about this long-legged fly is that it comes from the United Kingdom. The Luciobarbus nasus. This fish was known from just a single river system in western Morocco, where it hasn't been seen since 1874. Pollution from a nearby city may have done it in, but that remains unclear. The Chot Eldergid barbell, a rare Tunisian fish who lost their habitat. Sizigium homblati. This tree, a member of the myrtle family, hasn't been seen in about 130 years. It grew in Mayotte an island in the Indian Ocean between Madagascar and Mozambique, in an area that has since been degraded by farms, livestock, and other non-native species. The Kalanko fedeniorum. Relatives of this long-lost Kenyan plant are grown as houseplants around the world, but it hasn't been seen in Kenya since 1977. Kenan's cicad. Every member of this plant genus, commonly referred to as bread trees or bread palms, is in danger due to overcollection, sometimes for food, sometimes for traditional medicine, sometimes just to own them. The giant atlas barbell. This Moroccan fish was last seen in 2001. It lived in just one small stretch of river that suffered from pollution and runoff from a nearby city, as well as a dam that separated populations. The Abrojas painted button quail. This Australian bird subspecies is known from just three islands. Now it's down to two. The population on North Island in the Houtman Abrojas archipelago has been eaten out of house and home by introduced invasive species. The Cystophora. A 2022 paper declares several species of this algae genus functionally extinct along the coast of southern Australia. 
At least seven species are reportedly now absent from the warmest edges of their historical range. Smooth, slender crabgrass. Known from a single park in Manchester, New Hampshire, this rare plant was last seen in 1931. Molinidia miriantha, this Brazilian tree, was discovered and lost for 123 years. A sole individual tree was rediscovered in 2015, but field work conducted in the following years found that the lonely tree had died. The Irrawaddy dolphin is now extinct in Cambodia. The last individual of this species in Cambodia was found dead on February 15th. It had been injured by fishing gear. It escaped, but only after receiving injuries that left it unable to hunt. The IUCN Red List also identifies 137 amphibians, 257 reptiles, 38 birds, and 130 mammals that have not been seen for at least 50 years. And hear the sound of silence. This is New York City. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. No, if you make it here, you're dated. New Yorkers are walking around inside this city. It's a city that can't even take care of itself. Where are we after the greatness is gone? This is what the world's capital looks like right now. It didn't look this way for a long, long time. After uh, World War II, for 50, 60 years, it was really the world's capital. Now, we're walking around in a long, greatest city in the world hangover. We don't know what we should pretend to be. None of the old myths apply anymore. Breakfast at Tiffany's? No. Escape from New York? No. Andy Warhol's factory, CBGB's, no, no. With miles of concrete, pavement, traffic jams, toxicity everywhere. Nine million people sharing the same microdosing. That greatest city in the world hangover, ooh. What do we do, just continue to walk and take the train, think about sex, look down at our glowing little square in our hand hum a catchy tune oh maybe we'll read about the himalayan mountains melting melting all over pakistan or meditate on the atmospheric rivers pouring parades of superstorms down on california have you all called your loved ones have you checked in is everybody okay and then we peer up into the sky, and beyond the pigeons, beyond the seagulls, we have a moment of terror. The sky has in it the thing that we once counted on from New York City, the terror of total ambition. Up and out in the sky, where all the, all the suburban, exurban, 
country bumpkins back, back out there in the back-to-nature people, towns, all those folks that have made arrangements to stay at a distance from our particular apocalypse. We've got to be ambitious here. We're trapped in New York. <laughs> 500,000 students are here dedicated to impossible careers. We're all in this trap together, hoping that old world still exists. Suffering from the greatest city in the world hangover. But actually, finally, finally we are alone with the earth. Finally, feeling so without hope that the natural world is coming back to us. Our indigenous selves from centuries ago. It's a faint heartbeat, but it's glorious. It's been so long. We don't know how to start. Start walking in circles as if Central Park isn't there, and we need to retrieve ourselves. Bring that old forest back to life. Walking in circles, getting traction. The real labyrinth down here on the earth. Finding out the old ancient facts. If the city isn't doing anything in the world, if the greatness has no substance anymore, if the top institutions are doing nothing but pouring toxicity into the earth and printing money, then dedicating your life to attain prestige in this city, we're just being betrayed. We're losing our precious time in this, this place where we, well, what are we doing? We're just looking. We're finding something somewhere. We're looking for the place that Lyft can't find, where the dead movies miss us completely, the earth. It's here, under the pavement, above the buildings, in our bodies, the earth. Here's our Making It Anywhere song. Our neurotic ambition is still in us. The earth can handle wounded New Yorkers. We're a tough brand of customer, going down hard. We have the unknowable earth here. It was always here, waiting for us to find it. Oh, what a privilege it is to be in New York City as it dies back into the earth. A science fiction imitation of itself. And we can break out of it. And we can live original lives again, like the dream of New York once was. But now it's a dream of the earth. We can live original lives with that time we have left where we are invited to break into that honesty of mass extinction, misnamed long ago. It's a struggle for life. We can be a part of it. Extinction is how the earth will survive with its dream of life. Make it real. The earth's ambition is to continue living 
The earth is singing. Put Sinatra's voice on it if you want to. If I can make it here. Earth Hallelujah. <laughs>